tapping into your inner knowing, your inner intuition, despite what the other voices are saying around you, that's how you make your voice the loudest is by owning that and trusting that and leaning into that instead of whatever else. Welcome to your midweek pick-me-up. This is Mind Body Purpose with April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Each episode provides three tangible ways to improve your life. One, to nourish your mind, one to connect to your body, and one to live in your purpose. This is where you find confidence to go so you can have confidence to be. We're so glad you're here. Hey, welcome to the podcast. We are your hosts, April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Hi. And we are so happy that you are here with us today. Okay, last week we had an incredible interview with Meg Tilton, and she is so wise and so wonderful. And we could be talking about this interview for so many months and years to come. One of the things that we talked about with Meg were was owning our decisions and being decisive and how that creates self-assurance. And so as we were thinking more, more, more and more about self-assurance and, and owning our decisions, April had a really great application of this that we wanted to share with you. Okay, well, this has kind of been on my mind for quite a few years now. And um, the concept is just making sure that your voice is the loudest one you listen to. I've heard so many contradictory statements about myself over the years and some things, you know, like, oh my goodness, you look so happy all the time and you're always smiling. And then someone else's interpretation of that is, oh, yeah, I don't think you're that happy all the time. I'm sure that's fake. Or, um, oh my goodness, like your smile lights up the room. And I've also heard your teeth are really big. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot of things and a lot yeah. of voices and a lot of opinions. And there's a lot coming at us. Yeah. And so being able to trust our opinion, our voice, our connection with our heavenly parents and who really can be trusted in that very small select few people whose voices and opinions matter is something that I think, at least for me, has taken quite a few years to even start to um, unravel a little bit to, to move in that direction. Yeah, it's really easy to get very swayed by other people's opinions or what other people say, or even like you were saying, like that small group of people, like like when your own children or family might, like your kid throws a tantrum and says you're a terrible parent, like do you, how deeply do you internalize that feedback, you know? And so being able to have some of that awareness of like, okay, maybe I didn't act in my best behavior, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't believe that I'm the worst parent ever either. I'm operating the best way I can, you know, being able to sort of navigate, um, what feedback you genuinely listen to versus what you don't and, and ultimately letting your voice, like you said, be the loudest voice that you, that you listen to. And I think it's also important to notice that as you make your own voice, the loudest is your voice, a kind voice. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, sometimes I think that like, it's super popular and like this self-helpy, you know, time of life to be like, well, just don't care what everyone else thinks. Like no one just yeah. don't care. Like it's you and it's no one else. Mm -hmm. And I don't agree with that because I think there is a reason why we have these connections and these friendships and these relationships, these loving situations in our lives, yeah. because we are meant to have relationships. We're meant to be together. We're meant to learn and to grow and to take the, um, observations and opinions of other people who have earned our trust and we can give kind of weight to that. Um, Brene Brown talks about 
the people who are in the cheap seats that are giving you yeah. feedback and are saying things to you and about you and judgments and all the sorts of things. And then mm -hmm. the people that are in the arena. Yeah. Right. Yep. The people that are in the arena, there's, there's quite a spectrum really in terms of like, I'm not going to care what other people think versus like anything anybody says to me, I'm like deeply internalizing and feeling wounded by. And so there is kind of a, a balancing act here of determining like, like neither end of the spectrum is, is healthy. And so while the intention I feel like is probably good for people that are saying like, oh, I'm not going to care about that. That's, it's kind of a, an overcorrection of maybe where they might have been at one point where they were internalizing everything and feeling wounded by everything and feeling heavy and like, I'm not enough, all of those things on the one end of the spectrum. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of this pendulum to the other side of like, I'm just not going to care. And so there is a balance there to be found and it's, and it's in a place of love. So where you instead of operating from fear, because both ends are kind of fear-based, right? It's it's fear that I'm not good enough, and the other one is like uh, kind of just being shut off, right? And like, because other people's feedback is painful, I'm just gonna pretend it doesn't matter, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So finding that place of love, and like you said, there's, there's a select few people in the world who know you in such a way that they genuinely love all the parts of you, and and can give you feedback from a place of love. Yes, so our tangible application for this week is um, take a minute and decide who these people are. So mm -hmm. look through your life, kind of take like a quick inventory, make your list, it's gonna be small. It's going to be, you know, like honestly, maybe five-ish. It might only be might. you and your heavenly parents. It really might, it might, that might just be it, depending on your relationships and kind of the things that are going on in your lives. but. Write down that list, know that list. And then I think that really helps us when we get into different situations where we are getting, you know, maybe some feedback or some opinions or different things from people in our lives. We can decide, oh, hey, yeah, okay, that person actually hasn't earned my trust. They don't know me well. They're not one of these core people that I'm talking about. I'm not gonna give their opinion as much weight as I would as one of the people on these lists. And then we kind of go through that thing all the time where we're like, I'm not sure if y'all have said this phrase. Well, everyone thinks that. Well, everyone this. Well, everyone that. And when you start thinking about, well, who's everyone? <laughs> and when you start naming yes. these names of who this everyone, quote unquote, is, if this everyone is not on your small list of the people who you are listening to and who hold trust and love and care in your life, then you know that you can... Feel those feelings of the things that they have said and the opinions that they've had and the feedback that maybe they're offering and then you can let that go. You don't need to internalize that. That's not something that you need to give weight to, to alter your being or who you are. Um, you can feel that and then you can move past it. Yeah. And I love that you bring up like feeling it because even when there is cheap seat feedback or feedback from people who aren't part of your your the people that you trust and that you're actually going to heed to. Um, I think the, the thinking of, I'm just not going to care is sometimes, you know, well, uh, again, like well intended, but it's kind of a lie. Like it might still kind of hurt. Oh, it totally hurts. And so we just, it's easier to say like, I don't care, mm -hmm. but the truth of it is it's probably still somewhere lingering inside of you. Mm -hmm. And so being able to acknowledge that like, 
okay, I'm not going to internalize this in terms of my belief about me, but I did feel something and it's kind of crappy. And instead of pretending it's not there or going and just eating the whole box of cookies or doing something else to try and avoid this and pretend that it didn't feel bad, um, allowing yourself to actually experience it just as an experience of being a human, I believe builds our self-assurance, builds our confidence because we're like, yeah, I can feel insecure or I can feel rejected and that's actually okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that my worth is at stake. It doesn't mean that my value has gone down in any way. It just means I'm having that experience as a human being just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? um, I do think that the more we get used to that, um, the better we get at even feeling that. So even mm -hmm. if it's not something that we want to internalize or give, you know, strong heed to, it is still something that hurts. So for example, the person that told me that I kind of appeared as though I was fake. Yeah. I don't think that I'm fake. I feel like I'm a genuine person. Yeah. However, that hurt yeah. and made me feel I felt like some terribly inadequate feelings and yeah. kind of awful and started looking at my life and was like, why does this person assume that I'm, I'm not genuine? What in my life am I portraying that they think is fake? You know, what is this? What, what is happening here? And before I kind of spiraled out of control that way, I was able to kind of pull back and say, Oh, I don't agree with that. The people that know me in this opinion that I want in my life, they're not saying that. They don't believe that same thing. However, that still really did hurt. Yeah. But I think going through that emotion, allowing that to still be something that I felt, made it so then the next time that feedback comes in from the quote unquote cheap seats, oh, yeah, I've been here before. It's like, you you know, like, okay, yeah, this is still gonna hurt. I'm still gonna go through this, but I don't have to make it about myself, about who I am, about my worth. It becomes a little bit, a little bit less stingy. It becomes a little bit easier because you've gained a new skill at being able to just feel that and not like allow it to, to fully wound you. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it still hurts. It's still yeah, hard, right. but you just get a little bit more seasoned at it. Like, oh yeah, I've had this happen before. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know what to know do what here doing. and I, I know, yeah, I know what to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that. So the first part of this tangible takeaway, really what this big part that we've been talking about is to um, just notice the, the voices and decide, has this voice earned my trust or who are the people that have earned my trust? And then the next part, of course, is to feel the feelings if you need to. But the other big part that we want to just share with you briefly is the importance of your inner knowing, which you kind of already hinted at this of like deciding like, no, I don't believe that about me. Like tapping into your inner knowing, your inner intuition, despite what the other voices are saying around you. Um, that's how you make your voice the loudest is by owning that and trusting that and leaning into that instead of whatever else. So as you have decisions to make in your life, as we go back to talking about decisions, um, there might be tons of opinions. People are going to say what they think you should do about this or that or the other. And of course, there are some people you might want to get their opinions. But ultimately, ultimately, regardless of what other people say or think, um, it's up to us and doing what feels good and right and true and best to us, even though some people might not agree with whatever decision we're making. And sometimes it's easier to let someone else have all the decision-making power. Wouldn't it be so great if someone could right. just tell you like exactly how you're supposed to live your life? Here's what you should do. And sometimes we want that. Yeah. And I don't think it's the very best thing for us. It's so wonderful to have that personal, that inner knowing, that personal yeah. revelation, that, mm -hmm. that inner part of you that's connected with the best 
part of yourself, the most genuine divine thing that exists inside of you, that un unconditional love to be able to, that is where you make your decisions and that is where you get your worth and your knowledge from. Beautiful. Okay. So hopefully that helps out a little bit. It's kind of our double down episode from our interview with Meg Tilton. Now that you've had a chance to listen to this, please go back and listen to our interview with Meg. Apply these things in your lives, exactly what we're doing right now. Join us on Instagram at mind.body.purpose. We'll continue some of the tidbits and information and things there. Leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. Share us, tag us. We love y'all so much. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode and invest in yourself. We truly believe confident, caring women like you are changing the world.